the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of Everyday Living. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm so excited about my topic. So grab your paper, your pen, your Bible, and let's just dive in and talk about how to mend broken relationships God's way. There's many different ways to mend broken relationships, but I can tell you firsthand, if we don't do it God's way, it can leave such a mess behind. So grab your paper, grab your pen, and let's learn how to mend relationships God's way. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Trudy and you are listening to Everyday Living and I'm excited that you are with me today. I have a great topic that I want to share with you and you know before I ever get behind the microphone I always ask the Lord to show me what he wants to share with you and so I hope that this topic really ministers to you as it truly has to me it's called it's on mending broken relationships God's way mending broken relationships God's way we all know that there are there are many ways to, to try to mend relationships, but the right way is God's way. And I know that if you're like me, you've experienced the pain of a broken relationship at some point in your life. You're either going through it now, or you went through it before, or you're going to go through it in the future. I'm quite confident that all of us hold this experience in common, that we have had a falling out with someone and we need to mend those relationships. Um so I just want to share this with you today. But before I get into the topic, I just want to let you know a little bit about who I am. I, um, I am Dr. Trudy Simmons. I have a PhD in family and marriage counseling. I've been married 24 years. I have a 15-year-old son and a 5-year-old adopted little girl. I'm an avid um, Ironman athlete. Um, I'm also the host of Everyday Living TV show and radio and the host of the Christian View TV show as well. And I would love to hear from you. So feel free to write me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com. I'd like to answer any of your questions that you may have, um, pray with you, and any, you know, any concerns, I'd love to just do life with you. So feel free to reach out to me on my website, um, email, or any of those social media outlets that I mentioned. We are, I'm on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook right now, and I'd love to hear from you. So anyway, let's get started with this topic, Mending Broken Relationships God's Way. So get your Bible out. I have a couple of scriptures I want to go over. Um, get your coffee and your notepad, and let's just kind of dive into how God views relationships. You know, God, He doesn't, you know, doesn't want us to be at odds with anybody, and it's so clear in Romans 12, um, 
It says, Romans 12, 18, listen to this. It says, if possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And then it goes on down to say in verse 20, which this goes so against what the world tells us. But it says, but if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing this, you will be reaping burning burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. And I don't know about you, but there are some times that when, when people have been mean to me, I don't want to bless them. I don't want to um, give them a drink. I don't want to give them something to eat. But God has called us to do all things in love. And he has called us to live at peace with all people. And he goes a step farther and tells us not even to avenge ourselves. Like when people hurt us and they they persecute us and they lie about us, God is our defender. He is our righteous judge. And he wants us to rely on him for everything that we need. In verse um, in verse 19 in Romans 12, it says, Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave the way for God's wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And I have seen that, and the Lord has done that in my life on numerous occasions where I have I have been wronged, and I have let the Father God take control, and He truly does defend us, His sons and daughters. He defends us. Now, when I get in and try to do it on my own strength, I can make a mess out of that. Can I get an amen? I'm sure you've tried to do men in relationships, you know, on your own too and have made a mess out of things as well. But God is so faithful. God is so faithful. And he wants us to live at peace with all people. You know, broken and damaged relationships can burden the heart, dampen the spirit, and truly just suck the joy out of your life because God did not intend for us to be in broken relationships with him or with other people. He wants us to live um, in unity and in like-mindedness. But I I get it. It, It's hard sometimes. It's hard to live in unity when people um, don't have the same mindset as you and people don't have the same heart as you. My five-year-old came home the other day and I asked her how her day was and she gave me a thumbs up and a thumbs down. She's like, Mom, my frenemies are being mean. And my response to her was, God doesn't want us, one, to have frenemies. And two, you've got to be the bigger person. You've got to, when they're not being nice, you've got to be the nice person. And I think that goes across the board for any age. We truly have to rise up and we have to be the bigger person and we have to be the nicer person. You know, one thing to think about when people are angry and persecuting you and gossiping about you and talking bad about you, you have to understand that those people are hurting. Hurting people hurt people. And we have to learn to look at everybody through the eyes of God. And when we do that, when we look at everyone through the eyes of God, we see their hurt and their pain. And it can cause us to love them. And then we start praying for them. And we ask God to do a work in them as he does a work in me so that that relationship can be mended. You know, um, when I talk about mending a relationship, I'm not talking about bringing them back into your inner circle, you know, bringing them back into your group of 12 but that you're not at odds with them. You don't have an angst in your spirit whenever you hear their name or you see a, a picture of them, but you're at, you're at complete peace with them. Um, I'm amazed, truly amazed 
at how many Christians will do almost anything to avoid reconciliation. You know, they, they want to justify how they have the right to stay angry, how they have the right to stay mad, how they have the right to judge. But judging only should come from God. And again, it says that in um, in Romans. I, I just love Romans twelve nineteen. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave the way open for God's wrath. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. And we've got to get to that place that we are so grounded and rooted in Christ that we know that we know that we know that he has our back and he will cause all things to work together for our good. It breaks my heart truly to sit in the counseling room day in, day out, talking to men and women who have allowed bitterness and resentment to take root in their life, where unforgiveness is just taking and wrecking havoc in their life. Unforgiveness, bitterness, and resentment, you know, we may think that we're doing that for our protection, but there's that saying that says unforgiveness is like drinking rat poison, thinking it's going to pull it's going to kill the other person. The only person that bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness toward another person is doing is truly, it's killing us from the inside out because bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness are foreign objects. They're not the fruit of the spirit. They're not from God. And therefore we should not have those in our spirit, in our body. And I just, I just declare and decree over you right now that if you're walking around in bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness, that God God will set you free right now in the name of Jesus. He will set you free to know that you are okay. What happened to you, what they did was not okay. But by his grace, you are okay in the name of Jesus. Um, and I know because for, let me just tell you, for two and a half years, I did not talk to my my family, my mom, my dad, my sisters, my brothers, because of something that happened. And in order to protect myself and my family, I had to step away. And it's truly okay to step away. But God wants to do a work in your heart and in that other person's heart. And so every day, I would pray for my family and I would pray for my heart that we could be reconciled the way God wanted us to be reconciled. And I can tell you that after um, 10 years of being back together with my mom and dad, we have the best relationship now. We have boundaries. We have, um, you know, we have rules. But we have a great relationship, and that's what God wants. He wants those hearts to be mended. You know, um, Ephesians 4.26 says, Be angry, yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, because that gives the devil a foothold. If we go to bed angry and bitter at someone, we are letting the devil get in and wreak havoc in our hearts to where, you know, we can wake up in the morning feeling angry and bitter. So if you have, if you're angry or upset with someone, you know, and, and you don't feel like it's a safe place to go and to really talk to them in person, that it wouldn't be what Rel received, then you get it right with God. You ask Holy Spirit um, to cover you and to cleanse you and to protect you. And then you bless the other person in the name of Jesus and ask the Lord to minister hope and healing into their lives so that you can be set free. Matthew 5.23 says, Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled and then come back and offer that gift. And then I want to read Mark 11.25. 
And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. We are called to forgive because we are we are forgiven much. I'm just I'm thankful that God forgives me day in and day out, you know, for the for what I do, for the sin in my life. But for the big sin, for the small sin, I mean, it's all sin. And so therefore, God is calling us to forgive. He needs us to forgive so that we can walk blameless before Him. And so I encourage you to forgive. Write out a list if there's anybody, you know, even if it's been 20 years they may have already passed and gone on to heaven. You can write it out and then you can ask Father God, Lord, help me to forgive from my heart so that I can be reconciled. Because when we have unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, we can't walk in that right relationship with God. And that's truly, truly the most important relationship we have in our life is our relationship with Jesus Christ. And we can't be fully connected with Christ again if we're holding bitterness, resentment, anger, and unwilling to reconcile with somebody else. We must be willing to right the wrongs even if it's been a long time, even if it's two years, 20 years, five days, you know, and as I said, if you don't feel comfortable going to that person yet, ask God to do the work in your heart. And as he's doing the work in your heart, he will be doing the work in the other person's heart. And here's the catch. You know, that person may not receive your, 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 um, your apology. They, they may not want to be reconciled. But you will be reconciled with the Father. You will be reconciled with the Father if you do what Ephesians 4.26 says. Be angry, yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. God exercises His mercy and grace toward us every single day. And we need to be able to exercise our, our grace and our forgiveness toward other people pretty much every single day. Now, there are some relationships that have been so severely separated, you know, through abuse, through trauma, you know, through divorce. Um, I remember talking to a lady who went through divorce and she goes, I did not want to have bitterness toward my ex-husband. And so she blessed him with a gift of paying his rent anonymously. She's like, I prayed and that's what the Lord showed. That's how the Lord showed me how to bless him and walk free from the bitterness that he caused in my life. So she chose to bless him. And sometimes that's what we need to do. When God asks us to do something, we need to be obedient. Listen to this. On your own, this process is difficult. On your own, the process of mending a relationship may feel impossible. But when you do it in Jesus' power, when you do it for Jesus' sake, you will have all the strength you need. In fact, God will even go ahead of you and he will prepare the other person's heart and soften them in advance for your word. God is a way maker and God wants you to thrive. He wants you to mend those relationships. Again, you don't have to, they don't have to be in your inner circle. They don't even have to be in your 12. But if there's someone that you're holding bitterness to, resentment with, 
unforgiveness, I encourage you to get before the Lord and get your heart right. And then I encourage you to set boundaries. There's a great book out um, called Boundaries, and I give that to every one of my clients. And boundaries are not walls. The Bible doesn't tell us that we are to be walled off from others. In fact, in John 17, 11, it says that we are to be one with them. So you can set boundaries. You can keep the good in and the bad out by setting those boundaries, reading through the book of boundaries, and asking the Lord to show you where you need to build your fence. Not your wall, but your fence. And then take responsibility. Galatians 6, 5 in the New Living Translation says, each For each of us are responsible for our own conduct. Ask the Father if you've done anything, anything that would encourage this severed relationship and ask him how you can make it right and then initiate the healing initiate that that phone call initiate it through a letter or a text texting is not always great when you're trying to mend a relationship but a phone call a letter is always nice but seek reconciliation ask father today who it is that you need to mend that relationship with because All in all, we want to be right before Jesus Christ. We want to be in right standing with Him. We want to be able to pray with Him knowing that no one is upset with us. And I don't mean upset, um, you know, because you upset them because you didn't do what they asked, but no one has anything against you. There's no offense. There's no unforgiveness. There's no bitterness. There's no resentment. And that you've tried to reconcile. And again, if that person doesn't receive it, You lay it at the feet of Jesus, knowing that you're okay and you're on your way because God has great things for you today. I want to pray for you now. So, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for your words. I thank you that your word never returns void, Father God, and that your word is active and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword. And I just pray for those listening today who need to mend a broken relationship, that you will give them the strength and the power through your grace to reach out where they need to reach out, to ask forgiveness where they need to ask forgiveness, Father God, to repent where they need to repent. Lord, I pray that all bitterness, shame, guilt, resentment will fall by the wayside, Father God, as they seek your face for reconciliation, first and foremost with you, and then with those, Father God, where they need mending. Whether it be five days, five months, five years, Father God, I just pray right now for reconciliation to come so that you will be glorified. All in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray this. Amen and amen. Thanks for tuning in today with Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. Remember, you can find me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com and follow me on all social media outlets, thechristianview.tv and Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.